Hello and welcome to the Naked Unicorn Podcast. I'm Jason Sorotin, and today we are doing a get-to-know-you session with audio, the head of our audio department, Joe DeCasola. Joe, how are you? Heyo, doing pretty good. We are, it's April 8th, and we are in the middle of a pandemic, and so rather than uh, not be productive, we decided, hey, let's get to know everybody, put it on their bio pages so everybody could get to know our, our great team. So, Joe, I want to start out really simple. What do you do at ECG? Yeah, um, I am a sound designer and re-recording mixer, um, kind of a broad uh, term for that job is uh, commonly known as audio engineer or just audio guy, uh, but all things audio at ECG. <laughs> Uh, all things audio. Joe, uh, y- you recently have, have really expanded from one suite to now your department has four suites, correct? Can you take us through what the suites offer and, and what you got going on in there? Yeah, man, we've got um, the, the one main mixing suite. It's um, the larger of the rooms for um, really just finalizing uh, a mix uh, for whatever the project may be. Um, and, uh, sometimes, well, I mean, I'm there like all the time doing sound design work. Just, that's just the main suite room, but the other suite rooms, we've got a, um, room for, that's, that's where we have our whisper booth for recording voiceovers. And we have another room dedicated for folder recordings. So we've gotten a little use out of those rooms too, which has been very exciting to have dedicated space for that kind of, that kind of work. Yeah. I I was really excited about the Foley room because I haven't seen many in Atlanta and, uh, I'm really excited to Mm. see it get some, uh, get some use, uh, once the pandemic is over. Can you kind of tell me what that room Mm -hmm. consists of? Like what's in it? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, um, kind of like, uh, your common Foley room. It's kind of split up into two sections, one for, um, the engineers to be able to actually record and, and monitor everything. And then the other part of the room um, that, you know, it's, it's split with a wall with a uh, glass window to be able to see things. But that side of the room has all the uh, acoustic treatment, trying to keep them the, the room quiet so that all the fragile fully recordings are getting as pristine and clear as possible. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> We've got like a XLR patch between the wall. I feel like that's something that's, that's pretty cool that you don't always see in, in studios. Yeah, it's cool. I'm really impressed with how you've uh, grown the sound department with uh, Jace. Um, and, and it's, it's looking really great. So where were you? Oh, born? thank you. Where were you born, Joe? I was born in Aurora, Illinois. Aurora. Uh, what do you think about mm-hmm. people who say Illinois? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's funny. I, I've seen posts where it's like, uh, Illinois, but the S is silent. And it's like, wow. Um, I think furthermore, what I think is interesting when I hear Illinois, I'm like, I don't even know where that E came from, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> I grew up in Indiana. So I, I still, I, everybody calls it something different. Um, okay. Uh, what's your most impactful childhood memory? Impactful. Somebody that, something that really like affected you or stuck with you. Um, you know, uh, what comes to mind is, um, 
kind of building Lego sets. Um, I mean, my, my parents could tell you how when I was really little, I mean, you know, at the age where I, I don't really have memories of that day, they could tell pretty quickly that I definitely had a sort of like creative mindset. I'm able to sit around on my own, not being monitored at all times and just do my thing um, and just have like the patience for it. And so with the memories I have being young and, and just having uh, just building things with Legos and just constantly doing something different, whether it be, you know, from instructions or just on my own creating stuff um, to the point where I, I was almost considered being an architect in early years of high school. Um, and I'd like to think that there's kind of a connection there with uh, my now career in audio. Cause there's definitely just this like creativity that I think is connected in the brain. Absolutely. Um, what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, not very dangerous kind of guy <laughs> but <laughs> definitely say whatever stuff i've done has been on accident as a kid um well you so you've never done something like um even indoor skydiving or something like that no haven't done that um you're risking <laughs> okay first. i got yo you got one here we go i know i, I got something that comes to mind it's, it's recent years too so i'm not very proud of it um <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, my, uh, fiance and I, we, uh, occasionally play the, the mobile app game, the Pokemon go. And, uh, we, there, there was a event going on for this rare Pokemon, uh, Pokemon fans will know that's a big deal, but it was also like a specific, like armor on him. So I'm like, Oh, we got to get him. <laughs> and so, um, for those who like don't know with Pokemon go, like you actually like go outside and, and play it. And there's, specific sections of the world where uh there's just areas for catching things and so we're out, we're out trying to get this rare pokemon and there's like no joke 50 people um playing together trying to get it which is kind of an interesting kind of cool experience um and there's two phases you have to battle it and then you have to catch it battling was nothing because there's like 50 of us then trying to catch it and uh, i didn't catch it i was really bummed my fiance caught it and I was like, I was very happy for her, but I was really bummed I didn't get it. And so we're looking at the map, seeing where another one might be. Cause I'm like, I want to get it. I want to get it. It's only today. And so we're like, okay, here's one. It's uh, not walking distance, but it's a very, very short drive. So this is where the dangerous part comes in. We, um, <laughs> I'm driving and uh, we had to cross a railroad and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not thinking clearly at this point, I'm very frantic. I'm like, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. And uh, the railroad bars saying we're going down, you know, indicate to stop. The train's coming. Oh, my God. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't really thinking clearly. So there's, you know, that like point over term. It's like I could cross or I should be smart and yes. not cross. So I, I, I decided to go for it and I did cross. But uh, what I wasn't paying enough attention to was there was a uh, an inter intersection like right after that railroad and the light was red so there was ups and while i was able to cross the railroad um it was a little too close to comfort and uh i the back of my car was we were fine nothing happened but there was definitely a moment of holy crap um that was stupid thank god <laughs> oh nothing happened <laughs> and so, and my fiance so is giving me crap 
<laughs> it's it's so interesting the the stories I've heard from the staff so far. Some of them are like people are like, yeah, between hang gliding and and skydiving, I'd say the most dangerous thing is. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? Um, okay, so what where did you go to study? And where did you go to college? And what did you study? Yeah, I went to Columbia College, Chicago. Um, I had grown up my whole life in Illinois. It made sense for me to go there um, and just very much love Chicago. Um, my degree was audio design and production. And while well, technically I didn't dual major, uh, I took all the courses for audio for visual media. So I like to say I dual majored. <laughs> right. Yep. We've had a couple of those too. There's some common trends happening here. What's the stupidest oh, thing yeah. you've ever done? Stupidest thing. Oh is man. It, is um, it in line with your train story or do you have a, a moment where you just did something so stupid? Yeah, that's definitely up there. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think one that's really stupid, really not proud of this one. Um, I, I, I'm very good at taking care of my like technology, um, especially phones. And there was one phone I had that, uh, it, it wasn't a smartphone, but it was one of those like weird touchscreen slide phones right before the smartphones. I got really just annoyed with how slow it was running. And, uh, out of anger, I, I, I threw it at the couch because it's like, Oh, I'm throwing it at something soft. It'll bounce off. It'll be fine. Uh, in my anger, I, I threw it and completely missed the couch by like, no joke, like an inch and smacked right into the wall, busted, didn't have a chance. And like, that was not smart at all. <laughs> What's the smartest thing you've ever done? That's a good one. Um, smart answer would probably be marrying, soon to be marrying, uh, my fiance. Yep. Yep. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, we've heard yeah. that. That's what Jay said. Yeah. Hey, uh, Do you believe it? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So, it, so, it, so that is your I'm final answer. <laughs> yeah, that, that, would, that would definitely be my, my smart answer for sure. Is, That's uh, awesome. I love that it's, me, it's not your trade. final answer. It's your smartest answer. Um, <laughs> how did you end up at ECG? Um, I ended up at ECG by, um, I was a recent graduate at Columbia and a lot of people were looking, I mean, they basically were moving to LA, which wasn't for me. And I spent enough time looking for work in, in the Chicago area. And a lot of studios were just kind of not hiring or struggling or whatever it may be. And so I decided it was time to look elsewhere. Um, blindly just started looking uh, online, just places in Atlanta um, naturally ECG pops up really, really quickly. Props to you guys for making that happen, making it stick out. Um, and I just blindly reached out to someone, got your contact info and Jason's contact info and just started emailing you guys and got the ball rolling from there. That's awesome, man. Crazy, crazy small world, how everything works, mm -hmm. out, isn't it? One call, it one something can change your whole life. Oh yeah. It's super cool. What do you like most about ECG Productions? That's a good one. Um, I just love how extremely talented everyone is um, and how well we're able to collaborate together to make some really like badass thing. I mean, our, our animes are just 
something else. I, I don't know if you've seen like some of the side stuff that Hickson has done just for fun. It's it is wild how talented they are. Oh, I need to see those. He hasn't shared them. Dude, it's nuts. Like he'll he'll like go to a restaurant or whatever and take a picture and then he'll digitally recreate it. And it I, I can't even see the difference. I'm like, David, how did you do that? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. It's amazing. I'm gonna talk to him about that when I do his interview. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean working yeah. with talented people and and you know, being in an environment where you can explore your creative freedoms is definitely the environment we wanted to create and something that we're actively all getting to participate in. Um, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's sad right now that we are taking kind of a, a hiatus from being together, but man, I feel like when we get back together, it's going to, we're going to create fire shit. It's going to be like, Oh yeah. So excited to just get back to it. I was telling my wife, I was like, it's going to be the roaring twenties all over again. People are going to be excited <laughs> yeah. as fuck to get out of their houses and live life. And I think it's going to yeah, open up dude. creativity. I'm, I'm really excited about it. There's always an end to everything. This will all end. And if we can make it through it, if we can survive, we're going to be better off because that's how it always happens. Hopefully we'll get some infrastructure out of it uh, <laughs> through the government. So fingers <laughs> crossed. So tell me about mm-hmm. like what you think, what the ECG experience is like. I know you've heard us all talk about it on the sales side, marketing and internally. Um, how would you explain what it's like as a client to have the ECG experience? Ooh. Um, I mean, definitely like echoing what we said on just the creativity level, um, and how crazy passionate we are with what, and what we do. We just, we, we get an idea and we just keep, get, you know, the train just keeps going. We just want to add more and more to it. Um, absolutely. The like chill side of it too. I've seen studios that are a little uptight and like, all right, well, where's the creativity coming from then? Um, right. but I definitely think there's, yeah, I, I definitely think there's a level of like, um, saying, you know, explain to people like, yeah, like I, I work in a really chill office and go, Oh yeah. And then it's like, no, you need to see it to, uh, get the, the idea, especially in the new space. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, what are your favorite types of projects? Um, I love everything animation. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of doing that work. And I think it's where, um, a lot of us are able to really, um, shine, um, just creativity wise. Um, especially coming from a sound point of view, being able to, uh, create life out of really nothing and just kind of, you know, add, add to it. Um, that's easily one of my, my favorite projects to kind of work on. Agree. Agree. I love doing animation stuff. It's cool with sound because you're creating the world. It, the environmental yeah. sounds bring the scenes to life. It's just really incredible. And of course that's how it is on every project, but animation, you're kind of like starting from scratch. So, right. It's uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's like with, um, Seth's, uh, animation project right now with Muffin Man. I mean, like I've, I've got, some pretty rough built-in sound design for it at the moment, but that's the dream come true of just, you know, starting from scratch, just <laughs> adding to everything, trying to add a little humor and sound. It's, it's really something. Yeah. It's, it, it's fun. So, um, what's your biggest pet peeve? And this can be professionally or personally. Oh man. 
I've got a lot of them. <laughs> Rip them um, out. I want to hear them. Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, I, I would say maybe I would have to think, but I think my number one might be just interrupting. Like, uh, it, I mean, it, when you're in like in, in a group and you're all chatting, you're like, Oh, I have a thing to share. And you just get trampled over in conversation. Like, okay, that's, that's cool, but not really, but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. It's hard for yeah. very verbose people to hold back. It is something. That, yeah. It is something that many people struggle with. Oh, it's all right. It's it's a tough one. Um, I, I would I, a good personal one I have. I didn't even know it bothered me until it happened. But um, when like I don't understand people who um, are like live or uh, like video chatting in public. Like yes. <laughs> I, I don't, going back in in Chicago was waiting for a, a subway and this, this chick was uh, video chatting with someone and I can see like the guy she's talking to who is like shirtless, like she's holding the phone in a way that I'm standing in the background of the video and just like, what the hell dude, can't you just talk on the phone? Why? I don't want to be in the background of your shirtless dude's video. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, mine, I, I hate on a, I have some petty ones. One is gum chat. Yeah. I don't like like Ooh. people who chew gum with their mouth open drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> they're both they're both mouth related. And the second is uh <laughs> eating cereal. Like hearing sitting next to somebody slurping and crunching on cereal fucking drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't take it. Yeah. Uh what's your biggest fear, Joe? Biggest fear. Um it it used to be failure. Um, but as I got older, I kind of learned failure is kind of necessary um, to grow and learn. Um, but now I would say biggest fear might be disappointing others, which is kind of a kind of like failure in a different way. But right. yeah, no, but it, but it's very direct in terms of you just don't want to yeah. disappoint. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a that's a that's a hard feeling to, to be like I I really let you down and and I didn't mean to or I really tried and like it, it's. It cuts deep for me to disappoint someone. Yeah, I think it's because it, it's one thing to disappoint yourself, but to disappoint somebody else who was counting on you, now you're affecting their yeah. life. And it, it, it's, a lot yep. of, it's a lot of pressure. So the last, oh, yeah. the last question I have for you is, what is the thing you are most excited about for future Joe? Ooh, let's see. Um... I'm kind of just excited to see what more I'll learn because I feel like with, with us creatives, you, you kind of be like, okay, I learned it all. And that is, that's so not the case. There's always something new you're going to learn, or there's going to be a new gadget that you're going to be like, Whoa, how could I live without this thing now? Um, just excited to see what more I'll, I'll learn and have under my toolkit. Um, and just seeing what more, uh, how much more we're going to grow, uh, as a company and, and the audio department. Absolutely. Well, Joe, thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. We love having you on the team. Um, you're, you're a great asset and the work you do is phenomenal. If people want to follow you on uh, social media or hit you with an email, how can they get in touch with you or, or follow you? 
Thank you. Um, the, the gram is audio guy, Joe. Um, and my email is Joe at ecgprod.com. Joe, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening on behalf of the entire team at ECG productions. We'll see you next time. 